It's a beautiful word. The word that Sister Rosie gave. And Sister Letty today. With beautiful words. And then her daughter Tatiana. <clears throat> has presented such a wonderful. Wonderful word. We, we thank God. Miss Brother Andre. We know he's uh, sick. Not feeling well. But God will. Um, raising up again. Pretty soon. Uh, we <clears throat> were dealing with the church that Paul built in uh, Thessalonica. We went back to Acts, how the church was started. And uh, three, about three weeks, Paul did a tremendous, tremendous job. And he was chasing out of town. They ran him out of town. Almost lost his life there. But we find that uh, there are other men that continue. And Paul was able to, uh, <clears throat> to write letters into, um, into Thessalonica. And uh, was, uh, it became a pretty good church. Uh, Paul wrote to them uh, on the state of the dead, the resurrection, the second coming. Uh, of course, some of um, being a young church, some of them uh, misunderstood. And in the First Thessalonians was written, but then Second Thessalonians was written to correct a lot of their um, their uh, misunderstanding to the timing and uh, what was going on because uh, many of them believe that that. Uh, uh, the, the living would go on before the dead. I think that was was the problem. And so, um, if I was alive and you're dead, I would see Christ first. So Paul was straightening out some of these uh, these uh, problems. And um, so, in chapter four of First uh, Thessalonians, that's where he deals with the. Um, the resurrection, the dead, the catching away, the second coming. A lot was um, was dealt with there in verse um, verse uh, 13. Go to verse 13. Where it says, but I would not have you. Lord. And then just a minute, we want to ask God's blessing upon his word. And that God will give us wisdom in Jesus name. So. In verse uh, verse thirteen, but I would not have you to um, to be ignorant, uh, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, because <clears throat> from the time the church started to this point, uh, there were several people that had passed on, and they wanted to know because the church in Thessalonica wanted to know. If they're dead, would they um, would they alive? I think see Christ first. So Paul had to straighten out a lot of um, uh, problem and questions in the early church. So he said that I would not have you to be read to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep. See that means they died asleep. Okay, uh, that that you sorrow not. Even as others which have no hope. And how many times you've heard that preach at a funeral. 
verse uh, 14 says that for if we believe <coughs> that Jesus died and rose again even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him See, now he's dealing with the dead telling them what happened to the dead for their dead relatives because um, there's a big question maybe today doesn't bother us a lot but to them that was a big uh, big question it says that in verse 14 for verse 14 verse 15 now says for this we say unto you by the word of the Lord this we say unto you by the word of the Lord. What does that mean? That means he had it from God. It was the, the anointing. The Holy Spirit revelation to him. This we say unto you. By the word of the Lord. That we which are alive. And remain unto the coming. Of the Lord. Shall not prevent them. Which are asleep. Do you see how he straightens it out? See the problem that they were having? What happened to my dead uncle? What happened to my dead mother? Uh, because if they're dead, will they see Christ before us or after? See, and there's a lot of question was going on. So Paul said, for this we say unto you by the word of the Lord. He, he got a word from the Lord concerning this problem that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent see that word prevent precede like um, go before okay we shall not prevent nor proceed pre proceed prevent them which are asleep do you understand the alive would not go before so if the alive would not go before let's find out what happened a little more verse uh, I'll come back to 15 but verse 16 says for the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. He saw it. He said, the alive will not proceed or go before them which are dead. So he went on to show that what's going to happen. The Lord himself. Okay, we've had that this morning. We're um, in chapter uh, chapter one of Second Thessalonians. Uh, he was correcting and straightening out some of these problems. For the Lord Himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Amen. The dead in Christ shall rise first. They, they first. That means they're gone on. They before us. They're, they're. Um, you, you, you cannot prevent them. Okay, verse seventeen, I think. Then we note it. First, then second, then we which are alive and remain alive, faithful, following Christ. Christ in you and you in Christ. We've had those lessons this morning. Shall be caught up together with them in the cloud. So the alive 
and the dead will be caught up together in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Now these are very still they're very hard and difficult uh, scriptures to really understand because of so much uh, we're, we're way down here at the close of the church age. We're far from the uh, teaching of Paul. Paul wasn't Paul has been gone 2,000 years or so. And here we are reading his writing. What were you telling us, Paul? See, what were you, um, what were you saying to us? And he said, these, are, uh, these words he, he wrote to comfort. These words are not to uh, destroy one another, but it's to comfort one another. He says, verse 18 says, Wherefore, Comfort one another with these words. See that there for comforting. Okay, whether you sleep or awake, you will be uh, caught up with Jesus Christ because he's coming back, right? And the um, the same in in uh, in Second Thessalonians uh, chapter one, where he's coming back with flaming fire. With unto you that are troubled. What verse is that? To you that are troubled, verse 8. Look at verse 8. To you which are troubled, yes. And to you, let's read, and to you who are troubled, rest with us. Isn't that amazing? Oh, to you which are troubled, you're afraid of the great tribulation. Uh, you're afraid of the, the, um, the plagues or whatever is coming upon the world. To you that are troubled. You don't have to be troubled anymore because there's an, there's, a, there's an ark of safety in the church. So to you that are troubled, rest with us. Stay in the word. Follow the scripture. See, that's the hope right here. Paul tells them, rest with us. <coughs> Verse 7. When the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in flaming fire, that's when he comes in the great tribulation. After the great tribulation. See Christ comes. At the second coming. After the great tribulation. Okay. That's when he, he will establish his kingdom. Upon the earth. Uh, so to you that are troubled. Rest with us. Now if you rest with Christ. If you rest. Find a rest in the church. You're going to have. Uh, you're going to have an experience because the Lord promised to keep us from the hours of temptation. There, there's a scripture. Uh, where is it? Over in um, First uh, Thessalonians, about uh, He will deliver us from the wrath uh, to come. What verse? What chapter? That He will deliver us from uh, wrath to. Um, to come, the, the scripture tells us that what the Lord will do, he will, he will deliver us from uh, the wrath to come. Because there is a wrath coming, but he will, um, he will deliver us and he will set us free from, from it. So you will not be touched by the, um, by the um, okay, yes. Okay, here in uh, chapter 5 and verse 1. 
Okay? Chapter 5 and verse 1. Uh, there, there's a lot that goes on in chapter 5, verse 1. Let, let, me, let me read verse, start at verse 1, okay? Because it's good. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 1 says, For but of the times and the season, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief, as a thief in the night. Now you have the, um, you have the revelation of Jesus Christ. When Christ comes back for his church, that's the, um, the Lord's day. But the day of the Lord, here you have the day of the Lord, it's when the start of the millennium. Okay? And that comes as a thief in the, um, in the night. The, the day of the Lord cometh verse as a thief in the, in the night. For verse 3 says, For when they shall say, notice, peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. That goes in also in Matthew 24. Remember? The woman in travail. Uh, it will be a time of travailing. That's the, that's the start of the, the um, well, uh, the, the outpouring of the seven last plagues of the wrath of God. Uh, there will come judgment. The great tribulation begins. See, after the, um, after the, the, the bride or the church is, is caught away, that is to be delivered from the hour of temptation. Verse, um, verse 3 says, and verse 4 says, But he, brethren, are not in darkness. Notice, you're not in darkness. So if you're not in darkness, you're in the light. How did you get in the light? To you that are troubled. Rest with us. See, that rest is a rest of light. It's not just sitting down. It's a rest of understanding. You're resting in the truth. You're resting in the knowledge of God. To you that are troubled, you're only troubled if you don't understand the word of God. But once you understand the word of God, you're not troubled. You are only afraid of the unknown. See, but when you understand, you won't, you won't be afraid. Because uh, uh, it says my people are destroyed because of lack of knowledge. But if they had knowledge, wisdom and knowledge, they would not be, uh, they would not be destroyed. So, but you, brethren, are not in darkness. Why? Because you're being taught. Look at this morning. Look at today. Look at the many hours that many days, many weeks, while Paul was only there for three weeks in Thessalonica, but look at the wisdom that they received. What we're talking about right now, they had a lesson. See, and how long have you been saved? How much do you know about God? But you need to get to a place of rest where you rest in the Lord. You put your confidence in the Lord and you're not upset and worrying about every little thing that comes your way. You've got to be steadfast and movable, always abounding. In the work of the Lord. The word of the Lord. But ye brethren are not in darkness. See you've been delivered from the darkness. That's from that, uh, that power of ignorance. And blindness. And where you don't understand. You're not in it. That's what it says. 
But you, brethren, are not in darkness. Because you're children of light. You get it? You're not in it. How do you get out of darkness? You're the light. By letting light of the knowledge of the glory of God shine in your heart. Amen. That that day should overtake you as a thief. That means you know it's coming. So you're not in darkness. So that day, oh my God. Like with Noah, the, the flood. And when they think not, the flood came upon them. But you know, because you have a knowledge. So Paul says that um, verse, uh, where was it? In verse 1. But of the times and the season, notice, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you. Why, well, why not? Because they were, they were up to date in the present truth. The times and the season. Okay? If, if you study the word of God, if you're resting in the word of God, you're going to have a knowledge. Uh, you, you cannot pinpoint the day nor the hour. But you're going to know around the season, the time. Okay? Because God will do nothing unless he reveal it to his servants, the prophets. So what I'm saying is that you're going to begin to know that Christ's coming. The bride is going to be caught away within a certain period of time. Just like Simeon knew. The first advent that Christ was coming to be born. And here was Simeon when Mary took the little boy, Jesus. She didn't have to tell Simeon. But the glory of God revealed Christ to Simeon. And then where was Hannah? Where was Hannah, this lady? You know the story about Hannah? The prophetess who departed not from the temple? You know that story. Where was she? In the back. Simeon didn't tell her, but she came out from the back, and when she saw the Lord Christ, she knew him. Come on, amen, she knew him. And there are going to be people that know and understand the very coming of Jesus Christ. It's not going to be a little dead old church that don't know. No, he's coming back for a glorious church. He's coming back for a church filled with knowledge and wisdom. So Paul said, but of the times and the season, brethren, you have no need that I should write unto you. But for your next verse says, notice here. The next verse says, verse 2 says, for yourselves know perfectly. Knowledge. They knew it. You see, do you understand that a, a church has to be taught? You get that? He's not ignorant to walk around. He said, for yourselves know perfectly. Do you know it? But you're supposed to know perfectly that that day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. But it's only going to come as a thief for those that don't know the word. Are, are, they're not in the light. They're in the darkness. Verse 3. Verse 3. For when they shall say. Notice how off they are. Peace and safety. They don't know the signs of the time. But you know. Then sudden destruction cometh upon them. That's, that's the great tribulation. Sudden destruction cometh upon them. As travail upon a woman with child. And they shall that not escape. No one escape the great tribulation. No one. Verse 4. But you brethren. 
are this powerful are not in darkness. You know why, why they were destroyed? Because in darkness. It's the word of God give it light. The entrance of thy word give it light. And why were they foolish virgins? They had no oil. And it's not just a story back there that affects you and I. You'll be affected if you don't have oil, knowledge, understanding. You'll be a foolish virgin. A foolish virgin is one that don't understand. They're in the dark. Remember? The lights went out in Matthew 25. The lights went out. Because they didn't want to get oil. They didn't want to keep their, it was their job to keep the lights burning. It's your job, my job to keep Christ in you alive. But ye brethren are not in darkness. Well, we've been delivered. Amen. We've been delivered. We are children of light. That that day, what day? The day of the Lord should overtake you. Notice what? Overtake you as a thief. Overtake. What does that mean? Here you are ahead. You have chance to get in the light. You have a head start, but you play with it. You fool with it, not knowing that there's a king. There's a thing called the darkness, destruction that's right behind you. It's like a, a a wild animal chasing a man, and he doesn't know. He's in darkness. He's ignorant towards that, the intention of that beast, and that. Destruction, darkness, want to overtake you. You can sit in church and darkness overtake you where you have no knowledge. You have the Bible and you don't understand. And you think everything is alright. And you become blind. You say, but you brethren. That's powerful. Who is he talking to? But you brethren are not in darkness. Why? Because there was a man of God there that showed him the light. Acts 26 said, Paul was sent to turn the Gentiles from darkness to light. The word of God will turn you from darkness to light. But you brethren, you ought to be shouting this verse out. Are not in darkness. That that day, that day should overtake you as a thief. So you're worrying about. Putting alarm and worrying about a thief breaking into your apartment, your house. Well, here's something else more dangerous. Darkness. You know what? Darkness clouds your mind. Ignorance, no knowledge, and you don't even know. While you, you're busy doing everything else besides getting light. Do you understand what it's about? It's a darkness. That means you come in this world ignorant and you leave. You don't understand. It says the light shineth in darkness. And the darkness comprehended it not. You can go to church. You can hear the word of God. And still are ignorant. And that darkness overcome you as a thief. Verse 5. Ye are all. Oh this make you shout. If you're, if you're in church, this will make you shout. 
You are all, let's read it. You are all the children of light. So if you're children of light, then uh, you don't have to worry about the tribulation. To you that are troubled, rest with us. And we're going to show you that you are children of light. And the children of the day. We are not of the night. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my goodness. You ought to read the Bible. Nor of darkness. Who are you? The Lord telling you so. You're not going to. Your child of God. The church is not going to go through the tribulation. Why not? Because that's a time of darkness. The, 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 the ten virgins, that's another story. Because all ten of them went to sleep. Amen. But awake thou that sleepest. You've got to hear the call to wake up before. And all you're going to hear it by the alarm of the word of God. Somebody pushing the button of the word of God in your heart. And that bell, that sound goes off and you come alive in God. You're all the children of light. Who's light? God is light. Christ is the light. We're children of God. And not children of the devil. And the children of the day. See? In, in Genesis, remember when God created the heavens and the earth? And uh, there was darkness. And there was, he separated it, darkness and light. That's what God does. Right now you are separated. You are a child of, of light. And what fellowship at the light with darkness? Hmm? If you are light, sons of God, what fellowship has darkness with light? And the tribulation is a time of darkness. But you are light. So how can you go through the dark tribulation if you are light? You're all the children of light and the children of the day. We are not. You don't see that, do you? We are not. N-O-T. Not. Of the night. Nor of darkness. Boy you get that you shout. You get that you come alive. It's because you don't hear the word of God. You have the Bible. You don't understand it. You get that? You need a church like this. To tell you this. Otherwise the devil keep you in darkness. Ignorance you don't know. But here comes a message to tell you. You are the children of light. You're not a child of darkness nor of the night. You're not. You ought to say that I'm not. Say the whole thing. Right, but who are you? You're, you're a child of light. Amen. And you have the light of the knowledge of the glory of God which reveal in the face of Jesus Christ shining in you. You are children of the light. 
How? Because God, God sent Paul to deliver them from darkness from night. That's why Christ came. The people that sat in darkness have seen a great light. Who is the light? Oh my God. Come on, let me hear. Who is the light? That's Jesus Christ. And verse 6 says, Therefore, Alright, because of all of that that you've heard, therefore, let us not sleep. Doesn't mean you don't get a few hours rest. Your body needs that. As do others. That means sleeping towards the word of God. They go to church, sit down. They, they, they don't know. They don't know. You know, you, 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 you know what, what was happening to you, how sleepy you were spiritually? Hmm? All mixed up and confused. But God had mercy in you. So now the Bible said, let us not sleep. As do others. But let us watch. And be sober. You can't take time off and relax and put your Bible down. Close it and go uh, off on a mental uh, what, vacation in your mind. Uh, go on off somewhere and, oh, I just need some rest. Or you're going to get your way back. That's why I said, don't, let's not do that. Verse 7. Verse 7 says, because notice, that day that sleep. Sleep in the night. Okay. And they that be drunken. Are drunken in the night. They, they, they pause said this world is a night. Verse 8. But let us. War of the day. Let this powerful. Are you beginning to understand now the day and the night. Children of darkness. Children of light. Who you are. Be sober. How, how would you be sober? That means don't be drunk, you know, and staggering. And you're drunk and you stagger from one um, from one opinion to another. And somebody knock you around. Can you see you're drunk? And one sister call you and tell you something. And you just find rock your way. And a brother tell you something else. And you're rocking your way. You're drunk. But let us not be drunk. But be sober. How? How do you do that? Now you've got to begin to armor up. I know. You should have got that. What? Putting on the breastplate of faith and hope. You've been in church long enough to know that. Armor up. Putting on the breastplate of faith and hope. And for an helmet. The hope of salvation. Have you read that in Ephesians 6? You've got to put on the old armor of God. Don't let nobody give you some Kool-Aid and get you drunk ideas, doctrines and thoughts and visions and dreams and what they're going to do for you. No, stay in the word. You are a child of light. Somebody shout. But this church ought to come alive. You ought to be a weapon. You ought to be a warrior. Instead of being pushed around. With this teaching that you have. And somebody tell you foolishness. I don't care if you're grandpa, grandma. I don't care if you're in-law, outlaw. I don't care who it is. Your soul is more important. And not only that, but you are a child of the day, of light. Can you see yourself? My. Next verse. For God. Oh, my goodness. 
Do you see that? For God, let's read it loud. For God hath not appointed us to wrath. That's the day of wrath. Time of the great tribulation, you're not appointed to it. But look, God has not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. What are you appointed to? To obtain salvation. You're not, you're not, you're not uh, appointed to run. It's clear, isn't it? So are you going to go through the tribulation? The great tribulation? Are you? Verse 10, is it? Who died for us? Who did? Who died for us that whether we wake or sleep, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're dead or alive. We should live together with him. That's awesome. Somebody ought to shout. The church ought to get alive. This scripture will make you, boy, it nails you down in God. Nobody can fool you. You see, the reason why you're fooled, if you're fooled, it's because you don't know these words. But after tonight, you're in solid ground. Your knowledge has increased, hasn't it? Hmm? From henceforth, the devil has nothing. He cannot uh, shine nothing because you know who you are. You know, there's a song, I know who I am. Huh? Are you, you? You know who you are? Remember that song? You know, huh? What it says. I am a chosen generation. A royal priesthood. A, a holy nation. Peculiar people. And I know who I am. Do you? Well who are you? Children of the day. Children of light. You're not a child of darkness. So it doesn't matter whether you sleep or awake. We shall live. <laughs> Together, the dead and the alive, together with Christ. So why make a lot of fuss whether you're dead or the soul die or whatever? It doesn't matter. We are going to live and reign with Christ uh, for a thousand years and then after. Okay, wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another even as also ye do. Okay, let, let's read on a little bit more. This next verse. Verse 12 says, And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you. Oh, labor in what? The gospel. To give it to you. To keep you on the straight path. Don't just take a minister for granted. Ah, oh, he, he. Let him provide his own bread and butter. I'll let him take care of himself. I, uh, the, the, the gospel should cost you something. You said, I don't, but you will pay every dime you hold that pastor. You'll get it back in the kingdom. Or even before. 
The Bible never, it's a command. Them that preach the gospel live by the gospel. You know that? Oh, yeah. It's an honor to give to men that knows the word and give it to you. If I give you spiritual things, you give me carnal. That's what the Bible says. But you get spiritual things and you keep carnal for yourself. And not because I, but it's scripture, your blessing. This, these are powerful messages you're getting. It's got to cost you something. When you could have bought that, uh, when you could have gone there and buy that uh, extra uh, pound of steak, you put it and give it to the church, give it to the preacher. That's right. Barnabas did. That's what they did in the early church. That's why you had a early church. And we beseech you, brethren, to know them. Ah, see? That's what this church, for 20 years, they didn't know me. They didn't know me. Who labor among you. How many messages? You go back and check tapes and from the time here, how many messages? But they didn't know. And newcomers, they know them. Amazing. That's what the Bible says. To know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonishes you. But you don't turn and fight them. You don't try to remove and tear them down. Dethrone them. Up, uproot them and seat them. You don't do that. That's why Lucifer tried to do with God. That's why I became Lucifer. And we beseech you. Verse 13 now says. And to esteem them. Notice here. Very highly. In love. For their work's sake. And be at peace among yourselves. You don't just throw off and tell minister off. And get up and rebuke them. Where did you get that scripture from? Where were you taught? You can't do that. Well, I will. No. If that man needs correcting, God will do it. But it's because of ignorance. Boy. Lack of knowledge. Verse 14. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly. See? Unruly. Comfort the feeble-minded. We had a lot of feeble-minded. Well, somebody says something to them, they believe it right now. You could be listening to the word, they don't remember the word, but they believe that little gossip. Feeble mind. Church 20, 30 years and never had a developed mind. The Bible, is that Bible wonderful? You never know all these things. What are you, feeble-minded? <laughs> Support the weak. Be patient towards all them. What a, what a chapter. What a word. Next verse. Is that verse 15 now? See that none render evil for evil unto any man. That means you can't take it in your hands and we're going to show you and deal with you and do that. No. You see how out of order and unruly you can be. 
but ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and to all men. 16. Rejoice. What do you have to do every month? Instead of gossiping evermore? Huh? What should you do? Gossip evermore? Backbite, slander, have evil in your heart? Is that what the Bible said? But what does the Bible say? Rejoice evermore. Good Lord. Then go on. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Quench not the spirit. That means you feel God coming in your soul and you want to speak in tongues and here get down on your knees and you know, you'll feel that maybe most time in your house. Like Tatiana was saying, you just let the Holy Ghost speak to you. She didn't care if she wake up like her or not like that. She's going to be speaking tongues and praise the Lord and tell the devil, get off my back. Get out my way. I'm a child of the King. Amen. I'm a child of light. And of the day, I've been delivered. Praise God. Despise not prophesying. Now, the prophecy, despise not prophesying is not <coughs> every new year they tell you how you're going to have a breakthrough and what's going to happen to you. But they didn't tell you about COVID, did they? I'm not knocking anybody, but we need to get in the Bible instead of giving predictions. You know that? You know, begin to read the, uh, the palms of people and tell them what's going to happen. You don't need that. All you need is the word of God to be told who you are in Christ. I don't predict to anybody. Tell you what's going to happen to you tomorrow. But I tell you through the word of God. Despise not prophesying. Prove all things. Hold uh, fast that which is good. That's the word. Hold fast to it. The word of God. Let go all foolishness. Abstain from or uh, the appearance of evil. Huh? Verse uh, 1. Abstain from all appearance of evil. And so you know that uh, it's not just smoking and drinking or appearance of evil. But some people are, when you see them, some people coming towards you, get away from them because that's evil. You know what they're going to do? Huh? As they every time they come to you and didn't gossip. So why just fool around? Your vessel was not made to contain gossips. And the very God of peace. Sanctify you holy. And I pray God. Notice here. Your whole spirit. And soul and body be preserved. Blameless. Unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. You see what you have to work on? Huh? Your body, soul and spirit. It has to be what? Preserved. But if you got blameless, but if you got stuff inside of it, it's not blameless. Faithful is he that call it you who also will do it. That means what? All you've heard, all you've read there, you hear, he will perform it. You cannot make it by yourself to the kingdom. It's him leading you. Brethren, brethren, pray for us. Then greet all the brethren with a holy handshake. 
That was a long time before COVID. With a holy handshake. Times change. I charge you. By the Lord. That this epistle be read. Unto all the holy. Notice who? The holy brethren. You see where you have to get to? Holy. Because he's coming back for a holy nation. Royal priesthood. Holy brethren. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Let's read. Amen. The first epistle unto the Thessalonians was written from Athens. Is that it? Amen. Was written from Athens. My Lord. You ought to shout. You, you, ought, to, you ought to praise God. Amen. Did you receive something this weekend? Did you? Is that word clear and alive? And how you go and say, I didn't know it was all of that. I have a Bible, but I don't know what's in the book. No. 99% of the church world don't know what's in the book. That's why I told you to, to study, read Genesis to Revelation and all in between. How are you going to jump to Revelations chapter 13 and 17? If you don't know Revelations chapter 1. Hmm? Because Revelations chapter 1 unlock. The rest of the chapter. And, and you read Revelations chapter 1. Talk solely about Jesus. But why would you want to spend most of your time. Uh, studying Revelation 17 about the woman. The, that, that lewd woman that ride the beast. <laughs> or, or Revelations 13. Huh? Do you understand how our minds think? And we go there and we like to, oh, the beast, the false prophet, and all of that stuff, you know. But we know nothing about Christ, whose eyes are like a flame of fire. Amen. You need to get there and look at him. And, and you need to look in his eyes, look in his, uh, his face, and be changed before you go forward. Otherwise, you're going to be mixed up. Uh, Pastor, will you talk about the beast tonight? What about Christ? And you hear more, don't you? You hear more about the beast, the tribulation, you hear about all of that. But you hardly hear unto you that are troubled. Rest with us. There remaineth a rest for the people of God. Amen? Praise God. Praise the Lord. Give the Lord a praise.